Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. We're in a horrible situation. With the Slayer paralyzed and helpless. Baron's going to go ahead and call it out now. I'm calling out multiple criticals. Pointing at left Well, let me get the sheet ready. Calling a shot. The sheriff did what he does best. 120 points. (laughs) (laughs) But to survive the dangers that lie within the keep. You do hear sounds coming your way. Oh, come on. Metro Summons coming! The heroes will have to do more than their best. This guy in the back is going to slide up and he's going to attack Dalgrith. Um, Except not so much. Excuse me? Excuse me? When he steps... You don't talk to me like that. The adventure continues. Four morgues, they can all paralyze and you live to fight another day! No. It is Tuesday, April 13th. I'm just going to ask it. I hope it's not too personal. Do you have your taxes done yet? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, no, I, ha- I have to do because of the business I have with my sister. We have to defer until we have to get it, uh, get it delayed until later because we have to have our business taxes done before we can do our personal taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we're recording this obviously in the past. But I'm pretty sure I still won't have them done uh, because I always say this year, this year I'm going to do them early because I do my own taxes. And, uh, and it's always the 14th of April. And I'm like, why do I wait till the last minute? Troy, you can solve that problem with not a lot of money. Why? Hire an accountant. I don't trust those people. <laughs> I don't trust you, but I'm still in, I'm in business with you. <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, I, I, I don't like... I like doing it myself. I feel like a lot more hands-on. I probably should, especially as things get more complicated. But the well, last only year, if you're interested in um, making more money, like having more take-home <laughs> money. There's, there's, uh, a whole, there's a whole professional class of people who have gone to school and everything to do that. Yeah, no, I know. But you got you, you just give throwing money out the window and you can do it yourself. I can't change my roof. Would you recommend that an accountant do their own actual play podcast at home, or should they have you do it? Who, you know, do, who do you think would make a more successful end result of the product? Depends. If they're doing a podcast about accounting, I think people would be really interested in that. Actual play RPG uh, Pathfinder. Well, maybe there's some nerds out there that are also accountants. <laughs> are you a listener right now who's also an accountant who Troy will do my taxes help. for free because then I'll listen? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy doing it. I like numbers. I was always a numbers guy. I like seeing all the numbers. I uh, go... I used to enjoy doing it like when my, when my taxes were straightforward. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I use TurboTax, and it's uh, they walk you through everything. I wish we could see Troy's character sheet so we could see his skill allocation to see what he actually has. Because you know sometimes when you roll like a detect traps and you're like, you got an 18? You don't think there's any traps? I feel like that's what's happening when he does his taxes. He's like, you think you got all your deductions? Yeah. You I think wa- you paid the right you amount? You think it's better to take the standard? yeah no at some point i think next year i'm gonna go the accountant route but it always gets to be this year and i'm like ah i don't want to start interviewing accountants during covid yeah you gotta do it it early yeah are you doing next year i'll do it next year are you doing coffee meets bagel or bumble or hive or what how are you meeting oh uh some sort of dating app right uh, plenty of fish good Good. Do they still use that one? Yeah, well, it's good for accountants. <laughs> no, and also we have very specific uh, needs for our business. You know what I mean? Like, which is why I always did my own taxes until I left my full time job to do this full time. Yeah, and I was like, no chance am I Wait, messing around with so this stuff now. When you were getting ten ninety nines and all that stuff from freelancing, you were still doing your own taxes. Oh yeah, yeah, I had to. Uh, th- that was the last year I did mine because I had so many ten ninety nines, and then I ended up owing the government money, and I thought I already paid the self employment tax, and I, and I was like, I did this wrong. I'm never doing it myself again. Oh, yeah. I'd have 14, uh, 14 of the independent contractor forms, and I'd just go through them one by one. I was like, I really need to start paying taxes quarterly, because this is a pain in the tuchus yeah. at the end of the year. And it <laughs> also, would just keep also, stacking on. It actually works out, because it's uh, illegal not to. 
So yeah, well, were, the legality of it is uh, up in the air. It, it's a bit of a. Gray I'm still area. here, and I went years without paying, and then I was like, I, I really got to start paying this. This bill is racking up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Technically, it's a donation. It is because all of those payments are tax deductible. Is that true? All your tax payments, yeah. <laughs> all your tax. <laughs> I never know when your tone is like. <laughs> my supposed to take. She holds it serious for so long. Yeah, she stares at you. I'm, yeah, it's it's complicated. Troy, you're stressing me out with this conversation. Why? You? I I do a good job. I'm okay. <laughs> I feel really good about. It. I keep I keep I'm meticulous records. I keep meticulous records, and I uh, I make sure I, I go through everything. But last year, for example, when we were we were touring, well, well so doing the taxes last year for 2019, uh, we were touring. It got a lot more complicated, and that's when I was like, I, I really need to get an accountant for this. But I, I I struggled through it, and then I said, you know what? I paid for the deluxe package for TurboTax. They let me talk to a tax person, like a tax professional, five star rating, and all that shit. So I talked to a tax pro. And I mean, this dude, it was like he had never seen what we do in his lifetime. And it wouldn't be like, well, let me just defer you to someone who knows how to handle this stuff. He was just like reading from the tax book. Well, well, I think it might be this. And at a certain point, after talking to this guy for an hour, I was like, I will thank you. Thank you for everything. Um, And I just moved on. That's because he wasn't a tax pro, Troy. You paid for a professional to consult on your taxes. That was unhelpful. Why didn't you just hire an accountant who knows how to do this? <laughs> it was April fourteenth. You need an entertainment. <laughs> you need an entertainment accountant. I do. I do. An I accountant do. that do, does bands and stuff like that. Like then you'd be fine. Yeah. 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 Who does the doors taxes? You find them. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're still kicking. Yeah, the, uh, there's the guy that have it a, a state out there or something. It's on my to do list. It's just again, it always gets to the end of the year, and I'm like, ah, I can do it. And then we didn't. We didn't basically didn't. We toured only. We did two stops. Those are easy. It's the, the taxes aren't that hard. No, taxes aren't that hard. They're not. I just don't want to. There's advantages you can take yes. that you, that I wouldn't know about. You could do them legally and be clean, but like you're not necessarily getting the most out of it. I don't know. I, I feel disagree. Like we need I think to have an conversation because the touring actually shouldn't matter that much based on the way our business is structured. But let's have a separate off air conversation. No, I'm telling you because I talked to our accountant and he told us, "Yeah, hey, don't worry about it." Uh, but like, yeah, TurboTax walks you through. They make sure that you get all your deductions. I'm, I'm a big fan of TurboTax. I like TurboTax too, but I think I am switching over to an actual accountant next year. Yeah, next I, year we'll need. To. Yeah, you too. You have, you have multiple businesses uh, yeah, operating. Yeah, yeah, so. this, this is confusing. Yeah, I'm probably. I probably committed numerous felonies that are just racking up interest. <laughs> it's. I mean, I own a home. I'm the, I'm the homeowner of the group here, and I get my form, and then I f- put that form through TurboTax. It, it's pretty simple. And then mm. they ask you, did you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? Because they ask you all the possible deductions you could have. And you, you, have, you square, you do the square footage of your home office and deduct that and everything? I've never done that because I also use my home office for other things. So? And so you're... Wait a minute. You're yeah. a, what do you use it for? <sighs> Scat films. <laughs> All right, I use it for scatting. No, no, that's why he doesn't want an accountant. Accountant's like, what is this? Four what is, million in cash? He doesn't want uh, anyone looking too close. Come from. Also, are you selling the films? Because then that could still fall under the deduction. But I, I file those taxes separately. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, okay. for my scat film business. <laughs> right. Jesus. Uh, well, I to really answer your question, I uh, finished my taxes. I think on February thirteenth. February 14th. Uh, Three months ago. Yeah, was on it early, specifically because I had to uh, in order to try to buy a home. Mm. So that's what we're doing is trying to buy a house. And so nice. yeah. uh, our mortgage uh, broker was like, need your 2020 taxes. Uh, can't do anything until we get those. So yeah, uh, yeah we were like, let's get it done ASAP. So as soon as we could, we got them out. I did engage with a, a secure planning group. Uh have a guy that's an AIF, CHFC, CRPS uh, financial planning person. That's what I'm doing now. That's my new thing. Uh, yeah, I've got a financial financial yeah. advisor is what I have. Yeah. So do I, a financial advisor. I can't believe we're starting this podcast talking about taxes and financial See, look, we are podcast. This is, this is the whole problem, Troy. This is the situation Joe was describing. Mm-hmm. We are professionals in one area, and we're trying to make a podcast about something else entirely. <laughs> it's true. And we're helping 
<laughs> no one. All, right. the, all of the CPAs that listen to our show right now are throwing things against the wall. Right. Yeah. And everyone who isn't a CPA is like, get on with the game right. already. I know. <laughs> all we're doing pleasing is no one. Spreading misinformation and irritating people. Yeah. It's tax week. I think people are interested in this. What, what I'm sure of is that we are really keeping a, a firm grip on the 18 to 35 year old. Oh, sure. Right. That's right. What oh, they, are, they are riveted by this conversation. Working <laughs> under the table jobs and never paying taxes. <laughs> but getting a sweet, uh, what are they called? Stimulus check? I don't even know what they're called. Because I don't get them. Ninety <laughs> percent of our listener base works for tips. That's true. That's true. That was me for a long time, and that's the other thing. I didn't file taxes for a long time because I was, I was just working jobs that oh didn't. My God. Uh, You're stressing me out so much. Didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't hand you, uh, dude. When I first met Troy, <laughs> oh my God. When I first met Troy, because I, I am such like my credit score is through the roof. I'm such a responsible citizen. Like I, I would get so uncomfortable when he would just casually mention that he had paid rent in four months, and he'd be like, "Yeah, my landlord's cool. I, I'll get oh it." Oh my God, yeah, it was terrible. It, it's an incredible stroke of luck that on New Game Who This, we're all getting experience hosting the show for when Troy goes to jail for all these back taxes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't owe any back Don't owe any back taxes. That's I good. finally paid those off. Um, <laughs> I, before, basically, when I met my wife, before she was my wife, I said, you know what? I, this is the girl I want to marry. I want to clean up all my debt and my like life before I propose. And so I spent a year just working 90 hours a week so that I could pay all my taxes, pay all this shit, get my credit rating back on track before i proposed uh so that was my inspiration but before that i was a fly by the seat of your pants <laughs> psychopath matthew if you knew the half of what my life was like if i just told you a little story right now you would grow gray You'd go gray i have gray hairs and I, I i every time i see a new one i'm like that's another it's Troy. Troy. Baby. <laughs> Your chest would look like a snowy field in January. <laughs> you you have said that you've always had like champagne tastes, but a beer wallet. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's what you said. So mm-hmm. I, I totally see that. Yeah. And yeah. I grew. I mean, I grew up with like my mom was so intense about you know you you pay your rent on time. Mm-hmm. You don't. You pay your bills on time. Your credit cards, especially, and you always have health insurance. Mm-hmm. And so when I met Troy, it was like all of that was thrown out the window. <laughs> I was like, how are you allowed to do that? Wait, you don't have to pay rent and you don't have to pay out the church? And George was just like, no, I'm fine. Everything's going great. I when like, I got sick, I, I went to the emergency room and uh, then didn't pay that bill. <laughs> that was my health insurance for 15 years. <laughs> it was great. Oh my God. It's great. And now I have the best credit uh, that I've ever had in my life. It's so funny. Because that shit just goes away. It does. Yeah. Anyways, um, make sure you brush your teeth and floss, though. Yeah, yeah. Teeth that's a big fall one. out. Death gets in through the gums. Death also gets in when you fight four giant morgues. Morgs. Oh, was this a reality check for you guys? This combat that lasted a couple weeks of what really is in store here? Yeah, I think so. It was a reality check for me, and I know. But the you know, as I start to get deeper into the prep for specific encounters, I'm like, oh wow, this could just so easily be a TPK, easy character death. Um, I felt like my concentration lapsed. I got overconfident because things had been going so well. Like I mentioned in the thing, I Nestor. If I had been playing him the way he ought to be played, he shouldn't have been anywhere in that room. And yeah. if he hadn't been, because he got jumped immediately and paralyzed, if he hadn't been, it would have been a completely different fight. But Yeah, it could have been, if Metra hadn't done what she did, it could have been her that got mm-hmm. the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. If not, it would have been Baron. Baron was closest. Well, yeah. if I hadn't buffed Dalgrith at the beginning and gotten away from the morgues, it could have been a totally different situation. I could have yeah. been paralyzed. Yeah, because it was Baron's crit that gave us a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that sort of one-shot crit really gave us a chance. Yeah, that was huge. I, I would have felt very embarrassed if my called crit hadn't have gone off, though. That would have been just I mean, that, that literally changed the course of the encounter. Yeah. 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 It changed the course <laughs> of the entire AP. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, you don't do that. We're playing all different characters. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, and having, Metro would have been fine. Having yes, the, Metro would have been fine. Having that happen when it did prior to the reinforcements coming in, the additional two morgues down the hallway, huge. But if that hadn't gone off and we were still dealing with those other two as they came in, we would have been dead. But I love 
seeing some of Matthew's new spells come out that I've never seen. The gravity uh, yeah, reverse. That was, that was so reversal, clutch. Which is a very fun mechanic in Super Mario Galaxy, but not as <laughs> right. much fun uh, for the uh, morgues coming down the hallway. I think it does stand to... It is a wake-up call, I think, in terms of tactics. I think it's pretty clear now. It's like, Dahlgrith goes ahead and... Dies. And, yeah, and like... I mean, at the start of the book, I was like, Dogwraith will be the first to die. Like, there was just no question. And he will die, and it's fine. But, like, the the traps and stuff like that, it's like, that's not a reason to risk Nestor walking in first. Mm-hmm. Because even if I set off a magical trap, like, my reflex is ridiculous. My bonus to saving on traps is crazy. I have evasion. You know, so, like, if the dice don't go that way, they don't go that way. But, like, it's better for Dogwraith to just set off a trap than for Nestor to be the first into a room. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because if he was in the back of that room... Dogwraith gets on the creature and has all these these bonuses on there to be a really good tank at that point. Nestor, I would think that we were in it. Even if Baron was in trouble, I'd be like, we're still in it as long as Nestor's far enough away and just, you know, many shotting away. It we certainly means Dogwraith will die. Yeah. And soon. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything else I can do but rely on the dice. And the dice are... They could roll his way. It's not impossible. He's yeah. not definitely going to die. Can I ask, you felt mechanically frustrated around Vexing Dodger, which is supposed to be a specialty that really allows you to execute these daring maneuvers with relative ease, and you've kind of been rolling right on the edge of the CMD of these creatures, it seems like, these last couple of episodes. Um, your key attribute scores, since we often talk about me min-maxing, you making characters that have not entirely been maxed or have put into mm-hmm. the storyline that eventually they will with some of your past ones how are you is your decks affecting that or what or what is your key attribute that's affecting your ability to be a vexing dodger and where is it now well i mean i don't know this is what i'm just trying to wrap my head around like i don't know if it's my problem or the game's problem i'm sort of pushing it off and blaming the game because right. i mean i have a 22 decks and a you know if it's a giant subtype a plus 33 to climb uh, you know what I mean? So it's just like... Uh, so we're at the same decks, just so to give a baseline level thing. Yeah, so we're at the same decks. And uh, I suppose I could have done less in strength um, at some point during the, the run. I, I don't know. Uh, I have like a, an effective 14 strength, or maybe I spent up to 12. I don't know. Because uh, I have an item that buffs it right now. But regardless, I, um, I don't know. The, my frustration is uh, partially like... It's not just uh, Dogwraith. It's like when Troy says that the morgue is attacking Nestor and you know that it's just like it doesn't matter what he rolls. You know what I mean? That is frustrating to me. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense that there can't be a shot outside of a natural one that you don't get grappled and paralyzed and done, you know? Yeah. Uh, So now I, I think after seeing the whole encounter play out, Troy is just also like talking shit a little more than what was actually happening like the tongue the tongue didn't hit enough yeah the tongue was not is not that high of a bonus it's not a guaranteed hit I think it was a plus 17 yeah okay that's good that's I like mean, what my bonus and that, is. maybe that was with power attack but i yeah obviously there's no damage so power attack isn't good for just the tongue but i had it on because of the damage the other bonus you get for the other tax yeah but if you get a caster or like you get the not one of the non-tanks like yeah you know that's pretty much you're more oh, yeah. well, more often than not gonna hit me with yeah that, you know? yeah yeah but it'll I'm, definitely hit me yeah and it's not a touch it's not to touch no uh, I, so that's good i didn't see that it was yeah but the the tongue is that's just so lethal so dangerous but i mean we also know that if you are a, a caster and you get in melee with these things you're in trouble so yeah like if some one other person had been paralyzed that's when it was going to get tricky, yeah, real yeah. tricky, because then Baron has to start burning uh, burning rounds using that scroll instead of doing the damage that you need to finish the fight. And the 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 thing, I mean, just Metrodus doesn't have these spells. Maybe I should have taken one somewhere along the way. Is uh, summoning spells just to get more bodies, get some the, more the, teammates. Yeah. Well, this is what this is how Dogrith was built. He was built because Pembroke was there, and Pembroke always summoned creatures, and right. so it was like. I, I brought him in w- with the idea that there would be constant flanking. You know what I mean? There would be constant yeah. flanking opponents. And and <laughs> it's not only the flanking, but also the just the extra body on the field. It makes such a huge difference. I was so bummed, too, with Pembroke. I miss him so much. But may, one of the big reasons is if he'd leveled up one more time, he would have been able to summon Tyrannosaurus Rexes, yeah. <laughs> which would have been the most awesome thing yeah. in the world. <laughs> it really would have been. Uh, Especially against Giants. Yeah. 
oh man, it kills me inside that that, that never happened. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because, you know, is it realistic to think that this these four people are going to be the ones that fight Volstice and save the day uh, or fight Volstice and die there? Um, or are they someone just going to get people just going to get chipped away as you keep moving through Ironclaw Keep? The, the latter seems to be the more realistic situation. And that's tough. Like, Baron, you want to see Baron fight Volstice. But like, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. The extent to which. We are able to extend this sojourn into Zephyr Hall. Depends largely and is contingent upon our ability to find safe purchase upon which to rest for eight hours. Mm -hmm. I think now we are – I am out of spells. Uh, I imagine that – I am out of hit points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have that room now. We have have God's chamber. The only thing I was so close to. God's torture chamber. (laughs) Where God was tortured. I was so close to asking God to just chill out there until we left because now he's bothering people and I'm afraid he'll. I know. We don't want people to know that God is out of his prison. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All right. So is your plan to to go rest, do you think? Yes. I think it's better. I I also want to second Grant's usage of Zephyr Hall. Fucking Ironcloud Keep is, an, is, is, is a lie. It's yeah. Zephyr Hall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Currently occupied by some malevolent well, foes. It's in, I love that. An I interlope. Should, I think we should only refer to it as Zephyr Hall. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Right. Yeah. Well, I like, I like that Nobody he... Nobody's but the Turks. Yeah. He is totally an usurper. He is trying to take over Ashpeak, which belonged to someone else. He's trying to take over uh, this place, Zephyr Hall. I, I imagine that Minderhall's Valley was also not his, um, and uh, neither was uh, Skiergard, potentially. Although that, that place uh, seemed to have an evil past. Hadn't Skiergard been there for hundreds of hundreds of years yeah but yes he is a usurper and we can i think we should uh use that to annoy him yeah yeah you know what's cool though and you'd brought this up to renfall is like you have decimated the storm tyrant's army but he has a flying cloud castle at his disposal the damage that he can do with that he can still take over the world. No matter what you've done, he could still take over the world because of his advantage of being able to attack from the sky. And now his desperate, like we were, and we were talking about him, like now being desperate enough to summon demons in the place of these actual giants that we've knocked out of the equation. Like he's at least as dangerous now, but it's also, I would think, really risky to him. Mm-hmm. Think but what happened to Highbury. He's a cornered animal right now. Yeah, and you he know? knows it. And then that can kind of make someone more dangerous when they're desperate. For sure. Um, but yeah, think what happened to Highbury when the, the undead came. That mm-hmm. just crushed that. If he's starting to deal with more more evil creatures like this, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so the threat is real. You want to head back to uh, Renfall's torture chamber where the Crusademon Dizelki tortured him to death after he... Uh, gave or, or taught Volstice how to use the cloud diadem to steer the castle because the magical engine powering it was beyond beyond his knowledge. So you head back there. What are you guys talking about in terms of your uh, like pillow talk here before you go to bed? I'm sure you're going to set a watch about your plans. <clears throat> I feel like we've got to find the engine room. I don't know why. I want to see how this thing works. And maybe... And he looks over at Baron. Maybe a couple of dwarves might be able to muck it up a bit. If there's any chance of this engine room being disabled, it belongs in our hands, brother. Aye. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a situation that calls for a couple of tinkerers, not you lot. Yeah, no, anything to undercut the, the big... Big man, before we get there, like, I'm all in favor of that. If we aren't, we should consider that if we're going to crash the Cloud Castle, we are what it would crash into. Well, I don't really care about that, as long as we are not on it. Oh, I haven't mean to ask. Mm. Can I do, is Metro able to do some sort of knowledge arcana to know, because we knew from the notes that there's a field that protects the castle from teleportation, or mm. forbids teleportation into and out of it? Yeah. Am I? Is there some sort of uh, dimensional anchor or something at play in all these rooms that would prohibit me from using dimension door? Dimension door. Uh, roll Arcana. 
I'll do a par- I'll do like a like a skydiving thing where I'll fly, I'll, I'll go down the first 10 15,000 feet and then cast fly and then yeah yeah right. yeah do you have something you can mark it with so that you could find a way back in if you needed to do that to go find new a new party oh if we found something down like below but like a, a spidey spidey tracer so yeah say Nestor Baron and Dogrith die and you need to get out of there to find reinforcements how do you get back into the castle you'd want to take like uh, some of our body parts to can you scry on dead bodies like if you have a piece of their hair or whatever would that I help I don't have the spell scry so I can't do it but you could find think someone find someone who could yeah yeah is there um oh man I lost my train of thought but there's just so much to think about here it's just ugh. Moving forward is dangerous, but I think what I want to do, if we can figure out the school of magic that prevents teleportation, I'd like to be able to tune my detect magic to find a strong source of that school of magic. abjuration, right? So if it's abjuration, I'd like to be on the lookout kind of as we're going through and see if we can find a source of strong abjuration magic and maybe disable that source. Disable the field. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, And I don't know where that is. It seems like it would be probably It's it's coming through now, Con. (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) Now, Mr. Sulu. (laughs) Now, Mr. Sulu. Oh, I thought that was a cool sound effect from Sirenscape. <laughs> nope. Just a guy with a that's tiny the penis. Of, that's the sound of the engine room. <laughs> Just a tiny penis man riding Just by. the sounds of compensating. <laughs> um, man. So you're just chit-chatting. Yeah, chit-chatting, and Dogrith will also say, I also think uh, regardless of what we find in the engine room, we should uh, endeavor to clear out this first level before we walk upstairs. Check on everything they've got going on down here. I want to find every magical item that could possibly be here that Renfall mentioned. Aye. Uh, and every piece of intel we can get about what's going on upstairs. Uh, I can't tell you guys, but like in the forward to this book or somewhere, they talk about how many encounters, the possible encounters are in book six, and how many magical items are in book six. And it's an astounding amount. <laughs> can you give us like the like a ten within ten range? Uh, I want to say it's like 50-something. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Wow. This is where it's close. We're not going to detect magic. (laughs) (laughs) I constantly have detect magic going. Oh, you did. No, don't forget, we kind of rushed you back into... um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we rushed you back into the... uh, into resting here, but you did uh, have a source of magic in that room. Oh, right. <laughs> that was the whole problem. Right. The catalyst. Right. That's what drew you in. Smart. Uh, smart writing. So, can we wreck on, say, before we leave the room, we... Yes. We search the, search the barrels. Absolutely. And so, if you hone in on that sense of magic, you find a leer. A magical leer. A liar? Liar. L-Y-R-E? It's not leer? No, it's liar. Liar. You know, I thought I was going to say liar, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to say leer. No, that's L-E-A-R. <laughs> liar! It's Italian money. Leer. Leer. It's magic. Leer. Uh, or a liar. Yes, a magical liar. So another musical instrument. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was... Maybe it was, it was uh, Renfalls. Renfalls. And he has to use that Perhaps harp instead. There is no name etched on it. Uh, that is a... 25 spell card. It says Les Paul yeah. on the side who's, of it. Who's Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> it is a lyre of building. This magical instrument is usually made of gold and inlaid with numerous gems. If the proper chords are struck, a single use of this lyre negates any attacks made against inanimate construction within 300 feet. This includes the effects of a horn of blasting, a disintegrate spell, or an attack from a ram or similar siege weapon. The liar can be used in this way once per day with the protection lasting for 30 minutes. The liar is also useful, and this is probably what it was actually being used for, with respect to building. Once a week, its strings can be strummed so as to produce chords that magically construct buildings, mines, tunnels, ditches, etc. The effect is produced in 30 minutes of playing is equal to the work of 100 humans laboring for three days. Wow. Wow. Are these union people or 
<laughs> is it a union liar? Yeah, union liar. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't say. Okay. <laughs> the contractors. Yeah. Are. That's interesting. Uh, it certainly would have uh, added a little spice to the stone wall that Metra put up earlier, and might be useful in terms of like if we ever wanted to set up some sort of redoubt to 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 rest behind. Yeah. Um, or a way to tunnel through tunnel through a wall. Tunnel through a wall. Yeah. I That's like great. It. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Why do they have it? Because they built a cloud, cloud to castle. build the cloud castle, or to reconstruct it, to create secret tunnels, to repair things, and rem- to rebuild the world after they destroy it, to prevent it. a siege. Also, it was thrown in here with a bunch of junk and uh, horrifying, huge bodies of ex serial killers. Yeah, it was buried under just a pile of building materials. Maybe they didn't even know. Well, uh, remember, too, when we wake up, we can do additional spellcraft checks on the mattock that we found, as well as the cloud badge. Yeah. Mm. Can you take 20 on a spellcraft? No. No. Mm. I've been thinking about something quite a bit, and I I think that this liar has has, uh, tipped me over the edge. Ah! Uh, I am officially uh, going on record. Uh, I am only... From henceforth, uh, in any Pathfinder First Edition game we play, I am only now making occultists, and I'm just going to <laughs> get the history of every single item oh, we find yeah. and exactly what it did. Mm-hmm. It is the coolest ability and gets so much exposition and story out there. And I have no doubt that this book has a specific reason why this liar is piled up in this room, and there is no way to find out. There is no way. The pain of the ass. We ask God. The pain in the right. ass is items that you find that don't have a story. The GM's going to be like, uh, "Well, what it is?" All right, I go to crate number three As and I gently touch it. it. That's um, that's what's wonderful about uh, Neo. Demon Souls, uh, Dark Souls, yes. and Near Automata. All the weapons, as you use them, kind of unlock their past and their story. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the weapons in Neo are actually yokai that turned into weapons, and you hear them like, yes, I need more blood, yes, right. as you're using them. Or They're someone great. like, oh, oh, no, don't strike me down. Yeah, it's great. The soul escaping. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, this is interesting. So if you're doing the second, the, the building ability of that liar... Each hour after the first, a character playing the lyre must make a DC 18 perform string instruments check. If it fails, they, she must stop and cannot play the lyre again for the purpose until a week has passed. And that's maybe that's why Renfall was playing constantly. He's just so in the habit of just oh, yeah. playing stringed instruments. I can't mm-hmm. believe our backup mm-hmm. characters are all going to be Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Think about Stevie this, Ray <laughs> I, I feel like a player because I just thought of this. Like, imagine you're able to save the world. Bring this back to true now, Chief Defender. Find a bard in town to help rebuild uh, and yeah. cr- construct a stronger uh, battlement in case there's more attacks in the future. You could build Rome. Yeah, <laughs> like with, yeah. A, with a good enough guitarist, you could build Rome in in like a year. You yeah. could, you could, Shocking. you could literally build Rome in a day if you had enough yeah. liars. Yeah, <laughs> every half this hour. Is a pretty cheap item. It only it costs, is. it's only worth thirteen thirteen. That's grand. What I'm this would destroy any economy ever anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no oh more God. physical labor. You'd have so much. <laughs> yeah, you'd have so much picket lines. So many people, out, people of work. out of work. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not a union liar. No. <laughs> yeah. There'd be that giant inflatable rat like sitting outside the magic shop. <laughs> but it's a shadow rat. But True now could create like uh, trade agreements with like Lastwall and all the remaining human settlements in that area, and be like, "Well, you can pledge fealty to us if you want to have uh, some new uh, defenses made." Yeah, yeah. This is an unbelievably powerful item. I know. It's only thirteen thousand gold pieces. Yeah, we just in want the right hands in the, in the hands of Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> Eruption comes off on the wire. <laughs> all right, that's really cool. All right, okay. Um, does anybody else have any priorities that they're thinking of besides engine room and and clearing the first floor? And no, gathering intel and magic I think items? it's really just kind of making circling the perimeter, like you said. Like this place is, I guess, kind of like a spiral. Yeah, you said it's so, circular in nature. Right. I'd love to find any type of. Even though the diadem is controlling where the cloud castle moves, I'd like to find some sort of navigational readout or find an ability that we can use to figure out what we are over at any given point. Because I imagine mm-hmm. we've moved from Ash Peak since we've been up here. Yeah, maybe there's a, a monitor or something. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to know how fast we're moving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are things yeah, I'd like dead, to figure dead, out. We, we need, need to find a CIC. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah, where you when you were looking down through the uh, the moon door, everything moves like it does when you're on a plane. Like it doesn't look like it's moving that fast. So you think we must be cooking. 
Yeah. yeah, that's so wild. It's like at a certain point, like, wait, where did we end up? You know, where are we? You know, it's just like, oh, you're. Where are we indeed? Oh, interesting. Where? Yeah, that's a big question. I didn't even. Where think are you of. going? Where are they flying us? Yeah, it, does he know you're aboard? They may not even yes. be flying towards <laughs> a city to conquer, but to uh, more allies. They talked about all these different people he was in contact yeah. with. Or Renfall did so. Oh, we could be might going be flying to, an awful to place. the world wound to make a pact with the demon. Oh my god, the stakes are so real. The more we talk about it, uh, you guys set your watch. Here's one more thing. Sorry, I just wanted to bring this up yeah. as, as plans and stuff. I think Dalgrith would uh, say something about. Um, uh, um, in the event the unthinkable happens and well either myself or more of us are left behind Metra and you need to escape well, we've talked about the moon door but if you're able to fly back up here we've only taken out one of the yeah whatever they're called the ballistas the ballistas uh, might be a reason to take out those guards outside I, I, I don't want to it's not what I'm saying but you know, and he's basically thinking like, could you always just come up this one way to avoid fire? You know, mm. or should we take out our the defenses of coming back to the castle from the outside? Which is, I guess, what those guards outside mean now is like, right? The purpose for taking them out would be to get back into the castle, or do we feel like if things are going well, we'll never leave this castle? Strategically, we'll never need to. I mean, I'm hoping we'll never have to leave. But. Okay, yeah. Um, the other one, other thing that I want to retcon when we, when we did the when we looked through the barrels, could we just take a like as we're going through them? Could we take a peek down that northern hallway? Sure. Just I'm not going to go down it. I just want to get, like see 120 feet down to see if I see anything. Yep, that's a tomorrow. fair retcon. Uh, let me zoom in. Zoom in on this absurd map. Um, so looking down, you see that it keeps stretching, opens up down the end. Uh, into another chamber that you can't fully see, but you do see uh, maybe about 90 feet or so a uh, passageway leading south. Mm. Okay, cool. Heading toward the center. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And south is all relative here, obviously. Um, It's not truly south. So let's go start exploring up there. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. Start heading from the north and going east. Wait wait a a second, Dalgris. I don't don't think that's a good idea. What do you got there? Aren't we resting first? Yeah, after resting. The first place we explore. I thought you meant, like, right now. I was uh, very reticent to do that. (laughs) I've got my second wind. (laughs) Speaking of which, um, do we have the healing to heal Dogwraith up? We do. Do Uh, we have wands? Let's do a quick little magical uh, healing time. What do you got? Uh, I'm down about 90. Yeah, 90. Wow. And I am down uh, 41. I'm down 30. All right, I'm going to roll... 36, I'm down 36. I'm going to roll 20d8. And that's plus three, correct? Plus one. Plus one, one. okay. So that'll be plus 20 on whatever I get. So far out of those charges on the wand, that is 90 plus 100, uh, plus... 89 plus 20 is 119. So you're healed at 89. Uh, all right. Let me give you the exact number then because it's not. It's less than 90. Okay. It is 79 exactly. Okay. I mean, I, I see all... So that's 109, right? So it's 40. There's 40 left. Okay. So I see all of the individual die rolls if you want to get that granular. But um, who else needs healing from there? 40 left? Well, I mean, I'm going to get I'm gonna get 15 back when we rest since we're immediately resting. So you need 25? Yes. Okay, so take 25, and then there's an additional... 15. 15. Oh, that's exactly what I need. Oh, great. So, so that is wow. 20 charges. 20 charges. Wow, wow, I can't believe I did that. Wow. That, that was, was great. cool. Great idea. Uh, Time saver. Yeah, it's nice, too, because Google has a their own widget, and like it shows the face of all the die, so I could actually parse them out if I needed to. 20 charges. Crew. And this will end when I wake up the, the stone skin I have remaining. Oh, right. Hmm. Right, yeah, that was 24 right. hours? Yeah, you're right. You should go on ahead. <laughs> Use up that stone skin. <laughs> I mean, it's a waste otherwise. It's yeah. like it's like uh, not finishing your meal in front of you. There are people starving out there. I used all 150 HP of that. That's a, that's a first for me as a player. In three encounters? Oh. Actually, no, multiple encounters. No, a lot more than three encounters. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys have already... We're deep. We're in. We got a day. Um, I got to say, we, we can't we be criticized for like uh, stopping... 
like being weenies and resting and stuff. So night's rest, I should... Yep. Yeah. You get all of your spells back except your seventh level spells, which you they know... They take two nights of takes rest. Takes two nights of rest yeah. at this point. Starting at seventh level. In the game. Wild. Yeah. Is that true? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we can Careful. still get him! Got him! Six years well, in, we can I was, still get him. I was like... If one of you had done it, I'd be like, you're so full of shit. But then you, but then Skid didn't say anything, and Grant was like over there. Nodding. Nodding. They're all along for the ride. I was like, is this something I don't know? (laughs) You look so upset, too. (laughs) What a dumb thing to, like, now these spells need two nights of rest. It's (laughs) like, what? what? So you could rest, have an unbelievably harrowing day, and then rest again, and now that spell's back? Why? <laughs> Takes two nights. <laughs> All right. So you had uh, when you walked by uh, the the room here to the west, you barred that door so as to avoid um, attracting uh, another encounter from behind, possibly from those cloud giant sentries out on the ballista platform. Dalgrith used his glove uh, and was able to see through there. So Ooh, you I guys get that back too. Barred the door. Um, now you're going to keep moving past the room where you fought the the morgues, that sort of material storage room, and go down that hallway. Are there bodies still there? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Gross. Yep. What happens to the purple things inside of them? They shrivel up. Ugh. They shrivel up. They kind of look like, like, dates a, or like, like a cigarette lung. Ugh. Have you seen those commercials where yeah. they like squeeze the lung and the brown goo Ugh. comes out? That's what they look like. They just shrivel. It's like you, you'll Brenner. They look like Yule Brenner. They look like Yule Brenner. <laughs> Don't smoke, please. I, I should say I they were they... all wearing breastplates as well. Oh, it was in the artwork. Was in the yeah. art. Huge breastplates. Uh, not magical, but... Uh... Oh, I'd like to do checks on the badge. Spellcraft checks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, some fresh badge checks. Nice. Uh, 20 for me. Uh, 25 for Metro. That... We'll do it. Yeah. Badge patrol. Badge patrol. Um, You don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) So you really study this thing and you look at it and you think this must have been a badge worn by the cloud engineers of Zephyr Hall to ward themselves against the detrimental effects of altitude and temperature while working within areas of the castle that were most affected by that. Probably the engine room, uh, chiefly among them. Now, you saw a warming room earlier. You wouldn't need that, so maybe they have other things set up that can protect them. But the uh, engineers of Zephyr Hall would wear this badge. It is uh, it takes up your next slot. It's worth 24,000 gold pieces. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it just makes you immune to altitude sickness and the- environmental... This giant-sized silver brooch, like that used to fashion a cloak or a cape, is fashioned in the shape of a cloud inscribed in a circle. The wearer can cast Life Bubble and Reduce Person once a day. Oh, Oh, interesting. So they could get into tunnels to help build stuff, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, that's so cool. This is the best part, especially if you give it to the right person. In addition, and you can switch it around as you go if you don't have something in your next slot, which probably I'll do. In addition, the wearer gains a plus two competence bonus on craft alchemy and knowledge engineering checks. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, you know what? A cloud, uh, this badge can occupies the next slot on a large or huge creature, but a medium creature can wear it as a pectoral in the chest slot. Oh, there's nothing that you could put there normally. Yeah. That's so cool. That's where my uh, Bane Baldrick is. What's it called? Oh, so it's in addition to your armor. It's a chest, yeah. chest wondrous slot, item yeah. slot. Uh, it's called Cloud Engineer Badge. Oh, wow, that's so ass. cool. Well, that sounds like it would be great for one of you dwarves. Yeah, I don't really... Ha- I'm not much... I'm not much of an engineering dwarf myself. And I don't craft any alchemy. I don't do it! <laughs> it's an ugly trade. I just look like an... <laughs> I don't cook math. <laughs> yeah, Baron? I actually, I actually, my chest slot is taken up by my spectral shroud. Ooh, Ooh I have an open chesty. Oh yeah, you're never going to replace your Bane Baldric. Yes, the Bane Baldric, which should be giving me greater Bane, but will not for whatever dumb reason. Um, but uh, moving on, <laughs> mostly uh, rules, mostly rules reasons. Skit. <laughs> that shall shall make we dance? Any sense yeah, if you not read it. the text? <laughs> that makes no sense if you read the text. I would say it's primarily rules reasons. <laughs> she gains the Bane. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here is the uh, a picture of the badge. I just uh, edited a quick copy of it to throw it up on the old World Twin Zone. Oh, gorgeous. Uh, love cool? it. Oh, that's nice. Treat, yeah. treat it as five that's levels pretty. higher when using it. <laughs> <ability. laughs> Baldur's Gang over there. Because it's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, all right. So, Dogwraith and Nestor want to roll off for this? Does that make sense? Sure. Let's do it. Do okay. either of you have craft alchemy or knowledge engineering? Nope. Yeah. Ooh, 17 for Nestor. Oh, that's probably going to do it, mate. 13. Oh, yeah, this will fetch a fair price on the open market. <laughs> 24K. <laughs> you can sell it. All right. All right. I Damn. Move that off the map. Go ahead and uh, tell me what you want to do with this hallway. Before, as we're walking down, Nestor hangs back with Metris. He's, Sorry, Metro, love. Can I trust you with something important? Usually. Well, listen. And he pulls out this wand, like, out of his pouch. He says, now I got this, and I figured it would be extremely useful for me, but I just can't make heads or tails of it. But I figured you might be able to use it and help me in the process. And he kind of hands it over, like Vinkman handing over the Snickers bar. Pulls it back for a moment. Gives it to her. (laughs) Metro takes it, examines it, smells it like a cigar. (laughs) It's a robust scent. (laughs) And and can I do a spellcraft to know what it is? Or do you tell me what it is? Uh, If you want to do a spellcraft, yeah. I'll do a spellcraft. Skid, you set the DC. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 24. Okay, you know this is a wand of gravity bow. Oh. Nice. What does Gravity Bow do? It, what it is, it's a wizard, sorcerer, ranger spell. Interesting. And it, if you have a... Actually, I don't know if this would work on Baron's gun, too. But what it does is it makes your ranged weapon act as if it is one size category larger than it is. Amazing. So instead How, of doing 1d8 damage, it's 2d6. And it's one minute per level. Yep. Oh, Which McCall had, had it. Nico had it. Yeah. So yeah. 66 on a crit for you. Yep. Or 2d6 times 3. Right. Um, it's a base. With base. Your, base! With your permission, Nestor, I'd like to load it into one of my spring sheaths. No, that'd be lovely. Yeah. In case we need it in the middle of the battle. See, you're always thinking, oh, I knew it was right to trust you. Be careful with it, though. I paid a pretty penny for it. I promise to only use it if your life is in danger. All oh, right. <laughs> well, it's a dangerous place, isn't it? All right, cool. Nice. Wand of Gravity Bomb. Does it, well, Sorry, just to be clear, it's one minute per level, but it would be... It's a first level It would be spell, one minute. So. One minute. Yeah, one minute. Right. Yeah, it's only arrows or bolts, so not, ah, not okay. for this guy. Uh, yeah. I have some oil flame arrow I just noticed on my character sheet. Oh, that's an interesting. <laughs> how no. many, do you know how many charges are on there, Skin? Uh, in the Gravity Bow, ten. <laughs> Right. Uh, we, you actually have a wand of flame arrow. A wand of flame arrow. Yes. Yeah. Do we want to? Do you guys? And you have a wand of spider climb communal. Yes. That one I forgot about. But it would have been nice to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Grant, I really because I, I, mean, I think we were arguing. I was like, I don't have any scrolls, Grant. I don't have any scrolls. He, I was right. I did not. <laughs> it was a wand. Um, do we want to use some of this flame arrow? Yes. Yeah. It's uh, So you can spread it amongst a, a group of ammunition. So I think it's 50 mm-hmm. at a time. So uh, if Nestor does 25 and I do 25, yeah, be good. That works. And All then right. we can just keep a, a tally, a, a marker somewhere on each of our attacks. for It's just 1d6 worth of fire per. Yep. Just for a little extra bonus damage. Yeah, it's not much, yeah. but it's fun. And uh, it's certainly intimidating. Mm-hmm. Bone damn. Bone damn. Six of Freets come rolling around the corner. Damn it. Well, finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's interesting because I think I would, uh, like, I don't know how many uh, quivers uh, Nestor has, but I would probably keep that in a separate part of my bandolier to, I, like, reach for. Yeah, I actually have the, the, what is the limitless quiver, which has different compartments in it. Yep. So, yeah. I can so, we that. could choose at any time. Yeah. And then they'll wear off and then they'll just be mundane again. Yep. I also have a greater magical uh, magic weapon greater, um, uh, which I believe yes can affect as many as uh, fifty bolts, bullets, or arrows. Oh, and that is cool. uh, that would make them plus two. Ooh. Um, yep. 
and uh, that can also be done to um, Dalgrith's uh, weapons, for examples. But it really talks about uh, projectiles for the most part. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, that wouldn't stack though with a bow that's plus two, right? It would just even out, wouldn't it? Uh, the bonus. I don't know with magic arrows because yeah, they're. I think they're both enhancement bonuses. The bonus does not allow a weapon to bypass damage reduction aside from magic. Alternatively, you can affect as many as fifty bows, bolts, or bullets. Projectiles must be the same kind. Uh, I think it gives like a more mundane bow, like an awesome little power. Plus, it's an enhancement bonus. Yeah, so that wouldn't stack with. Yeah, so what I'm saying is like the magical arrows probably, you know, you shoot them and they're amazing even from a mundane bow. And then a magical bow makes normal arrows plus two arrows essentially when you shoot them. So if you already have plus two arrows, they don't become plus four arrows or something like that. Well, I think that uh, Dawn Strike right now is only a plus one. So if I were to apply it, it would give an extra... Uh, two hit and uh, attack mm-hmm. on it. So, but we'll, one to hit and damage. We'll roll with the fire. All right, rolling with the fire. What are you guys doing? Party order, going around the corner there. Dalgrith will go first, and uh, he'll start it all off with a with a perception down the hall. Uh, that is a twenty four. Okay, twenty four. See the extent of your vision. Um, so you can't even see everything that I've revealed. You see right up to the. Uh, the edge of where it starts to uh, open to mm-hmm. the south. Um, and then it's dim light beyond there, so maybe you can see that. And Metro told you there's a room beyond, but you don't see any da- uh, danger and any or any traps. Okay. Uh, he's going to move uh, stealthily up. Uh, and, you know, again, he's going to... He's just curious about these tricky cloud engineers so he's going to keep constantly looking for secret doors. Or do I not have to do that because Baron just automatically gets a, a roll. Baron automatically gets a roll. Uh, Baron, go ahead and give me that roll. I think what I'll do is just from time to time ask for it. Yeah. Right, well, I'm still going to look anyway. Just Ooh, natural 20. Running my hands along the south wall. Uh, so if it is for stone cunning, it, that would be a, a total of a 38. 38. And you rolled with your natural 20? 38. Oh, both 38s. You do not see any secret doors. Okay, he continues to move forward. I'm going to roll stealth here as we get close to this uh, intersection. Uh, that'll be 39. Okay. And then he'll peer around the intersection. You'll peer around the intersection. Well, I'll show you a couple things because you can actually see deeper into uh, the room up ahead. Uh, and then as you do, you see a couple things. One, you see more uh, building materials stacked floor to ceiling. Um, a room... It looks very similar to the room where you fought the morgues. You see just before those building materials a tunnel leading to the south. But now that you are right up against the edge of this first tunnel going down, you see it stretches about 60 feet or so and then ends. Seems to turn. Meet that other tunnel. Yep. Turns to the east after Dal- 60 feet. Dalgraith will turn back to Baron looks like this building room up here is where the other mogs came from it's probably deserted but i'm not sure it's w- worth making sure it's deserted dalgrith all right hold up one minute dalgrith let's go east but before we do let me give you a little something extra in battle and he walks up to dalgrith and reaches out to the weapon of his choice and casts magic weapon greater Oh, nice. so I think you already have a plus one enhancement on both your weapons, but that'll net you out an additional plus one, which is a nice, uh, what, 10%er on there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Two damage seven. and hit. Oh, yeah. To hit and damage. Oh, Fantastic. yeah. And how long does that last? Hours a level. Eight oh. hours, dog. Ooh. That's amazing. That's why, All right. That's why I wanted to get it in. It's great. it's great. He holds out this gorgeous sword to you. It's a plus one holy blade. And I guess now it's a plus two holy blade. And he's just like, oh, looks fantastic you know it's funny those hourly type spells your 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 classic pfs player when you guys woke up there would have been 14 castings of similar spells like that that last for eight hours (laughs) but we just well all right dalgrith is going to across this open 10 to 15 foot wide corridor just like like SWAT team across past it as fast as possible (laughs) get to the other side and then see uh, if he can see more into this room with the building materials so uh, that's another stealth check which is a 32 and then a perception check which is a 25 yeah sure enough uh, it is uh, an identical room in many ways Um, (laughs) except uh, for the 
spray paint on the floor. <laughs> They've marked this room F10B. <laughs> <laughs> always makes me nervous when stuff doesn't land on the GM layer. No, not F10B. I love it. Skid, find the AP and look up F10B. What happened in F10A? Oh, shit. The morgues. Oh, now he's oh, moving the whole morgues part there. one. Uh oh. It's gone. Oh, oh, it's gone. Okay. Yeah, someone's predicted F10B. You there was a glyph on the floor here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it for a moment, but glyphed. Glyph of warding. <laughs> Could it have been Q01? I don't know. The F doesn't reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of hieroglyph. Uh, all right. This is what you see. Um, 20 feet away from you, there is a passageway to the south. And then, I don't know, 50 feet or so to the north part of the room. Before the room ends, uh, it turns back to the west, another tunnel. All right. Are we heading towards the center? Yeah, I think we should head to the center. Really? Unless you want to clear out the... But it's it's the circular nature, so I want to kind of go into the middle. Unless, of course, the circle is much bigger than we thought, and... Yeah. Yeah, we well, could be getting lost. Let's, let's go towards the center, just so we, we don't... Yeah. All right, Dogworth will walk up a little further. We'll call back over his shoulder. Be careful. This building materials could be a hydra hang, hiding within the barrels. <laughs> Baron's going to sweep. <laughs> He'll look down to the south. <laughs> Baron's going to sweep detect alignment and detect magic over the room. Okay. Uh, you detect neither magic nor alignment. Uh, in They're this, neutral barrels. In this room. <laughs> They're neutral barrels. The glyph was magical, but I erased it. Uh, as you peek around the corner here to the south, you see a staircase leading up. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's see what we can see in the mirrored jaw on the other side. So, yeah, it came around and under... Yeah, okay. This way? I say we go north. South. All right, Mitra. <laughs> have it your way. Can we have a peek, at least, to the north before we... Uh... All right, a peek. All right, Nister. Well, there's your like way. a great beast, like, sitting right there, and it's going to come up behind us. Isn't this we... how we got caught in that trap last time? Yep, sure. No, last time we got trapped going under the stairs. <laughs> That's what we're trying to avoid. All right, Dogwiz is going to sneak up. Quick, stealthy, stealthy McGee. Uh, that is a 39, and then a ooh, 21 perception. Okay. Um, you take a peek, and you see the hallway stretches to the west. You're the one looking, right? So you can only see uh, 60 feet. Mm, goes outside. You see a set of double doors to the north. Big, big double doors like the ones you came in, like the ones you barred. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there is a bar nearby similar to the one that you used in that other room. Uh, and then the hallway keeps stretching on um, to the west. To the west. Um, now, so you can see 60 feet in dark vision, right? And then the rest is dim light. Uh-huh. So you can still see, right? Yeah. What, it's all dim light in here? This is all dark. It's completely dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. This particular hallway. Then you can only see 60 feet. Okay, so you see 60 feet. Metro will, if you let Metro know, she'll come around. She'll peek yeah, over your shoulder. S- and he'll just say, another door to the outside. We could bar it. All right, if Metro comes up and peeks then. Three, um, three Stooges style. Yeah, you see <laughs> that uh, beyond... <laughs> Dalgrith, Metra, Nestor. <laughs> Beyond the extent of Dalgrith's vision, the room ends. Oh, okay. Um, the magical donut. For a second, check donut. on the ma- magical donut. On the magical donut, sure. Uh, 25. Uh, I right. zoomed in and it still just looks like a donut. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty far away. It looks like a round stone table holding some yes. sort of tools. Uh, work table, workstation, perhaps. Sh- shall we bar-, bar the door and check out the, the work table? Are you going to use your glove again to peer through? No. Use your detect alignment. All right. Baron will stealth up to the door and detect alignment through it. Stealth up to the door, detect alignment. 60 feet? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't get a single blip. And I should say my detect alignment can detect all alignments. It's not detect evil. I can cycle through. Right. Yeah, you know, you don't detect anything. Hmm. Let's bar it. Yeah. Which let's let's bar it. And after they're done barring it, Baron would like to rummage through the barrels and whatnot, even though there's nothing magical there. Sure. Um, give me a uh, stealth. 
or a strength check, right? Did we do strength checks, or I uh, said you do just do it? We did stealth. stealth and strength. All right, so yeah, time. give me a, a combined strength check. Ah, right. uh, natural one. Oh dear, natty nineteen for Dogger though. Okay, so That's you're like you're lifting it up, 22. and it starts to fall a little bit. We'll say on Nestor's oh, end. Nestor, hold up your end. This is heavy, mate. Now both of you give me a stealth check, and Nestor just give yourself a minus two. Okay, I've got the light side. Oh, natural twenty. Oh, there you go, buddy. Uh, forty-six. Yeah, so I imagine Nestor is like right. it starts to slip out of his hands, and he deftly catches it and doesn't make a sound. <sighs> and what did you roll? Natural Joe? one, natural but one. it's still a twenty-five. Yeah, it's a skill so. check, so it's not an automatic fail, you guys. Lift it up uh, and just gently press it into place. Nice. And meanwhile, from 60 feet away, I'm going to de- detect magic on the table. Detect the magic on the table. You do not detect any magic. All right, Metro, where to next? Well, qu- quick perception on the barrels to see if there's anything of interest or notes or anything. This is, yeah, okay. Uh, that is only going to be a 26. Poor roll. No, you don't see anything. And you don't detect magic like you did in the other room where you found the liar. You also found a, a mattock yesterday. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Um, did you? you can try it if you guys, Baron and uh, Metro. Uh, Natty 18. Oh. There you go. Ooh, like, 27. No. Oh, oh no. It's God's mattock. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. We've got to find a scroll of identify. I know. Or a wand of it. I can't believe we didn't buy it. We talked about it. I mean, it's out of our price range. It's like 35 gold. <laughs> we're, just, we're just very bad players. It emanates strong transmutation magic. Damn. Should we check out the table? Strong. Oh, yeah, sure. Go for it. Plus four. Vorpal-matic. I mean, <laughs> plus five Vorpal. Baron's happy not far to off. check it out since they're tools. Uh, and Baron is chief tool of Truna. Um, so Baron will walk over to the tools <laughs> and we'll check them out. Chief tool. All right, so you're going to walk into that other room. All right, so this room is smaller uh, compared to the other rooms you've been in. It's similar in size to that first room when you first entered Zephyr Hall and went to the left before you went to the right and were uh, hit by the trap. Um, so you see that table full of tools. Mm-hmm. I thought this ended in a hallway. I didn't realize it was going to be a room. Yeah, it's a tiny little room. There's uh, steel shelves uh, laden with those enormous boulders, like what you saw uh, before. Um, Round stone table with the stonemasonry tools. Um, Oh, this is just like the southern room, the one where we came in. It's mirrored almost. Yeah, Yeah. this one does not have a palanquin lying on the floor um, that uh, looked like it was used to transport rocks back and forth. This one does not have that. Okay. Quick magic, nothing in the room. Nothing. Okay. Uh, then let's head south. Yep. All right. South is under the stairs. Under the stairs. Bad luck, you know, under the stairs. But I don't subscribe to that. The people under the stairs. I am a one of identify. <laughs> but it'll cost you 35 gold. <laughs> or answer my riddles three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just give you the 35. Yeah. <laughs> really? You don't want to hear the riddles? It, remi- it works really hard on them. <laughs> it reminds me of when Dr. Evil is out of touch with what money is worth now, and he's like, one million dollars. <laughs> I thought that was such a funny goddamn joke. <laughs> that was a great joke. Unless you pay me one million, million dollars. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and like, people <laughs> really looks at each other. I saw without wings, I see without eyes I've traveled the universe to and fro I've conquered the world Yet I've never been anywhere but home Who am I? Oh wait, that was the riddle? That's the first one, the three Can you say it again? I saw without wings, I see without eyes I've traveled the universe to and fro I've conquered the world Yet I've never been anywhere but home Who am I? Renfeld (laughs) The sun? Hmm. See without eyes. Imagination is the answer. Oh, oh what? That's no one for you, and he breaks it over his knee. <laughs> Imagination conquered the world. This is, I just looked up a random riddle. That one sucked. I, I don't like that one. How does imagination see without eyes? Also, it wasn't funny at all. I saw without wings. Imagination soars without wings. It sees without eyes. Because you can just close your eyes and dream it. No, but that's me seeing without eyes, not I, my imagination. It's a bad riddle. 
It's just a bad riddle. You should just pay for 35 gold. It's in a book. We'll give you 34. Uh, All right. Dogwraith will uh, stealth. You're soloing up there, right? Soloing up to the corner under the stairs. Uh, There's a 27 stealth and then a 28 perception looking around the corner. Wow. It was a great stealth. Oh, no. It was not a good perception. Mm. Because right when you pass that turn, you just feel like, ah, ah. Like you're being racked with pain. No. Roll a will save. Not will, dude. I know. I said reflex. <laughs> I said reflex. Shit. I'm having acid reflux. Racked with pain. I would imagine a 14 is a pass. <laughs> you take 150 points of damage, and we'll see you next week. Oh, what <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. 150. Fifty. Oh, I think Nestor no. might have to go first after all. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> I'm not going first. <laughs> Falls to his knees <laughs> and dies. <laughs> See you. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 